All right, so this is a very, very different um, setup here. Um, obviously, Chad here. Hello, everybody. Um, just a heads up, um, not going to be on the episode coming out this week, number 51. It's going to be all Matt, and on episode 52, you'll find out why I'm not on that episode. But I do have a fan favor here with me, Rachel. Hey there, Rachel. Hey. So we're doing something very different. Uh, we are both in the same space recording and also there's no mat. So this is like a hundred percent offline podcast. And I'm really excited because I've spent hundreds of dollars on audio equipment. So yeah, let's, let's make this a good one. Huh, Rachel. Let's do it. So why are you here in my, in my dining room right now? Um, well, you had asked me if I wanted to go see a movie coming out, and I said yes. So It's as simple as that, huh? <laughs> yes. So we want to thank AMC and Lionsgate for letting us pay $16 a ticket to see The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent, which comes out um, in a week and a half, April 22nd. Um, it's the latest Nicolas Cage movie where he's playing himself. Um, and also Pedro Pascal is co-starring. So if you were to give a, oh, so by the way, this is going to be a spoiler, spoiler cast, but we're going to be kind and not do spoilers initially. But like, if you were to like, l just loosely describe this movie, Rachel, how would you describe it? Um, gosh, probably Nicholas Cage being himself with his family problems and then taking a job, you know, just to have a job to work and then kind of doubting himself along the way and meeting this person who becomes his really good friend. But then, you know, other things happen that make High it a lot jinx, more interesting. Hijinks ensue. Yes, to use that phrase, hijinks ensue for sure. Uh, so just to get a little spoilery, um, so yes, Nicolas Cage is playing himself and there's a lot of references to previous Nicolas Cage movies and he's like not really getting work that he's happy about. So he takes a job where a rich person offers him a million dollars to come to a party. And so he does. And it turns out that that rich person is most likely a drug kingpin that the something like that and potential kidnapper yes 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 and so the cia cia get nicholas cage to basically be a spy on the guy and it turns out that the guy's not actually a kingpin it's his cousin but um hilarious hijinks ensue uh what did you think overall of this movie rachel i thought it was fun um, I wish I'd seen more Nicolas Cage movies before this so I could understand some of the references. It is a true, yeah, a lot yeah. of Nicolas Cage Easter eggs, a lot. I could tell when other people were laughing that it was a Nicolas Cage movie thing that I just didn't get. Yeah. But I think it's fun. It's a fun watch, even if you haven't seen all of his movies. So. I totally agree. Like, I can't tell you the last time I saw a Nicolas Cage movie. Like, maybe Knowing. Do you remember that movie? Uh, it's the one where the kid um, is like, hey, the world is going to end. Like, um, 
I was going to say similar to 2012, but like, I feel like there's something to do with the Mayan calendar or something like that in the movie. And, um, it was one of those movies for me where like it started off and it was like a five out of five. Like this is like a perfect movie. Like you're just crushing it. And the longer it went on, the more crazy Nicolas Cage got and the worse the movie got. But uh, on the screen here, if you see, I'm scrolling. Okay, so the last thing I've seen with Nicolas Cage was Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. He plays Spider-Man Noir. Nice. Have you seen that or anything on his IMDb as I'm scrolling? I saw it at work um, when I still worked with kids. So I don't count that because we didn't even finish it. And, you know, I was wrangling kids throughout. So, um. But I actually, so I had asked you before this, does it matter if I don't have a lot of context with Nicolas Cage? And what I meant was, I don't know if I've actually seen a movie with him in it. What? Yeah, which is kind of crazy because he's done so much. But um, I really can't recall a movie that I've seen him in. So. You've never seen Gone in 60 Seconds? Or even a Family Man? Family Man seems like it'd be up your alley. Nope. I think I might have seen bits and pieces of, what was it, Ghost Rider? Mm, yeah, he did two of those. Yeah. But, um, I, yeah, not not a movie all the way through. This is my first one. Okay. I would say Snake Eyes that he did in 1998 is probably in my top three favorite movies of all time. I love a good mystery. Wow. Top three movies of all time. I love mysteries and misdirects. And you come back and you're like, oh, okay, I did not realize that that was happening in this movie this whole time on the second viewing, you know? Yeah. But I'm jumping back on track here. Um... So at this time, since we saw an early screen and then nobody said anything, nobody had assigned anything. So, you know, we're just like, hey, let's spoil the shit out of this movie. Um, it's a good movie. Um, right now, it's got 100 percent on Rotten Tomatoes with 31 reviews and all positive. Uh, what would you rate this movie? Like if you were on Letterboxd, what would you rate this movie? Probably a four out of five. I'm 100 percent with you. Yeah. Um, it was funny. I will say like, I've seen the trailer and the big laughs were in the trailer. So that sucks. That's true. You don't want to put everything in the trailer. You want to save some for the movie. I agree. But then just thinking back, just like, mm, if those weren't in like outside of that, like how many big laughs were there left, you know? Probably more chuckles than laughs. Yeah. Yeah. Or, oh, man, they referenced that Nick Cage movie. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, premise of the movie. You have a million dollars, Rachel. Who would you invite to your private island to spend a couple of days with you? Yeah, so I always struggle with these kinds of questions. At first, I was like, I have no idea who I'd ask. And then I was like, everyone I would ask is probably not living anymore. And now I'm like, I have like three or four people that I'd want to ask and I have no idea which ones, but probably some type of writer or something. Okay. No one's 
who are your top three now? Um, probably Margaret Atwood, since she's a poet and a novelist. Handmaid's Tale. Yeah. Okay. And um, and she's kind of an activist too. And then maybe to get a screenwriter in there, Aaron Sorkin. Hmm. And then maybe like a more popular writer like um i really like jody picolt books usually okay okay or like there's this one historical fiction writer that i really like too philippa gregory okay that's the only person i've not heard of of the people you listed oh, okay yeah uh for me i'm gonna stick with actor uh just keep it nice and clean jamie fox we were both born december 13th different years obviously he's older than me but um, I mean, I'm a fan of his work in Living Color, Jamie Foxx show. I saw I rewatched uh, Collateral a couple of week, a couple of months ago. The one he did with Tom Cruise. Like, I, I would really like to hang out with him, ask him some questions. I'm sure if there's a piano around, maybe he want to play a little piano, you know, just, you know, a little private concert, you know, whatever, whatever. That's kind of where I'm at with that. Well, if we're going that route, I would probably go with Ryan Tedder. He would give a really good concert. Who is that? He's in One Republic, but he's also like a songwriter and producer. Is he the leader? He's the lead singer. Okay, so he's and the he Adam writes, Levine of One Republic. Yeah, and he writes a lot of their songs. I don't know if I want to say all of them because I'm not sure if that's accurate. Okay. But a lot of their songs okay at least okay i'm not familiar with that guy but okay i mean I've, i'm familiar with one republic but yeah I, I couldn't tell you any of their names but all right uh yeah so it's just a short mini so you know we're not trying to you know break you know break any records here we just want to give our thoughts on it it's a good movie i recommend it when it comes out next week um it's a fun time um would it have been better if i was watching this at home and i could have been googling some stuff as i was watching it yes but it's a fun comedy if you've got some time or want to just get out the house yeah i agree with that it was a fun watch yeah any final words before we're out of here rachel um i don't think so just you know enjoy if you do watch it um all right. Um, yeah, do all the things. I don't have my script in front of me. You know, uh, we used to talk pod, uh, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. Um, yeah, we got a Facebook. We used to talk about this at work. <laughs> Rate and review those things, uh, things of that nature. Also, um, episode 51 is going to be Matt and Laurent, and they're going to talk about the movie only in theaters the outfit so check that out and thank you so much for listening